0: I talk so it looks like i can hear me and you can hear you and i can hear you and you can hear me and let's call the whole thing off. you say potato and i say tomato you must be really <sighs> you drink but i burped
1: it's a symbiosis james
0: symbiosis
1: your symbiote, James. Did you see Venom? I have not seen Venom. Uh. Um, I've not seen Venom yet. Uh, however, I did. I did in the past two days. I watched Incredibles two.
0: Oh uh, yeah, and, it's on Netflix now.
1: Yeah, and Ant Man and the Wasp. Hey, hey, yeah, you've actually watched some dorky things. I have. Holy shit balls.
0: holy shit on a pile of bricks is right I've done
1: horrible, things, horrible things that we can actually talk about on the fucking podcast for fucking once <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah um, I did do those things I have um, been busy Carol and I have both been very busy at all hours of the day and uh, so we had a couple evenings where we're like no you know what we got the evening let's watch a movie so we are like, well, let's watch this. Tonight, I'm going to be pushing for Deadpool 2. Electric Boogaloo. Yeah, which I have not seen. Um, so I'm going to get that done because uh, James. Yeah. James. Nick, Nick, Nick. James. Nick. James. Nick. Welcome to Dork. Welcome to Dork. I'm New Moore. I'm James Brown. I'm New Moore. You're listening to Dork episode 205. Wow. Uh, Wowzers. Yay. It's been a while um, because mm-hmm. I have been mired in theater whatnots, and James has been mired in children? Baby whatnots, yeah. Toddler whatnots. Watch my nephew. So it's made the schedules a bit iffy um, as far as making time. Yeah, but... but-
0: Jane was able to be on a conference call with the little tyke running around, so I figure if she can do that then I can,
1: you know, yell at you for an hour. Easy enough. Yeah. Um, Yeah, but it's been mostly me because I get home from working enough time to feed the dogs and then take off for the theater for rehearsals, but that show is almost over. Uh, We have the last weekend this weekend, which is Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday matinee. this, This is the naked show? Yes, uh, this is In the Next Room or The Vibrator Play by Sarah Rule. I don't have to get naked.
0: You don't have to? You just do it by choice?
1: Yeah, I just whip my... No, I leave the pants on and whip my balls out. (laughs) I'm just like, here's a little something for the crowd. No, so, like, we didn't talk about that. Last you heard, it was swinging in the breeze. It was like,
0: you know, because there had to be, like, exercise and radiation poisoning or whatever it was you were doing.
1: yeah. Um, and so as it turns out, we come down to the money shot and he's like, yeah, you know, just, um, cause I'm wearing a, a turn of the century suit. It's a vintage reproduction. So it's like what they were, what they wore. And so I've got,
0: and this you know, is the turn of the, the 20th century. So like the 1900.
1: Correct. Into okay. uh, the 1800s.
0: Yes. So as opposed to the turn of the 21st century. Correct. Which is, you know, recently pretty, pretty close to what we're wearing now. Yeah anyway yes go ahead turn of, you're wearing, you're, so it's like all right time features. to do it you're wearing your turn of the century outfit the director
1: says "All right, yeah let's go ahead Um, and you know what just because of all that just take let's go with vest tie shirt and just get it just get them topless because uh, huh. the way we're lighting this they're not going to be able to see all that much so it's, it's no big and so the first night the first uh, audience we had we, we actually had the lights and everything going A friend of mine came up back to me after, and she's like, "Yeah, you looked good. The way that it was lit, it was all backlit. You looked like really trim and stuff." I was like, "Well, that's all I could ask. (laughs) You can't, you can't really see anything, you know. So yeah, it's no big. It's all silhouette." So that was a big relief because i I didn't know. I didn't know for the past couple months whether or not I was going to have to have a bare ass out. I was prepared to do it, but ultimately. Didn't need to. And huh. now you know
0: the rest of the story. Now I know. Alright. Yeah. Well, I'm glad things turned out well. Um, and, you know, they could have turned out differently, but still well. But they, However it turned out, they turned out well. So that's good.
1: Yeah, and, you know, it's the first show I've done that had romantic scenes in it. Um, and at the end of it, there is a sex scene in which I am ridden. Um... And I was worried. I was like, oh no, I'm totally going to get stage wood. But no. You're no. you so focused on what's happening, like on just like getting the scene right and remembering your lines and what's got to happen next that you don't have time. Like your like, I don't have time to make you physically oh. aroused. We have shit to do. <laughs> so fuck off with that bullshit. Fuck off. Yeah. So.
0: Well, yeah. Well, I'm glad that turned out well. And you know you didn't embarrass yourself in any fashion.
1: Yeah. So, and I'm actually proud of it. It's a good show, good cast, solid, very solid. Um, and you still have a chance to see it if you're hearing this. And it's Wednesday. Um, we have the show at Bar Night seven thirty. Friday night seven thirty. Saturday night seven thirty. Sunday uh two two. Okay. And the opening night sold out. That Saturday night came very close to selling out. It had like one ticket left. Sunday, um, we were about half house because matinees are usually old people and the old people stayed through the whole thing, which I was very proud of them for, because there's a lot of orgasms in it. Oh yeah. And afterwards it was a lot of, you know, we all kind of, we, we, we go out by the stage door so we can shake everybody's hands afterwards and say, hi, thank you for coming. Uh, glad you enjoyed the show, whatever. Uh, and usually. People walk up and they they shake your hand and they're like, yes, thank you. That was a great performance or I didn't like that or whatever it is. But they come up to you. Not so much with this one. <laughs> um, a lot of lack of eye contact and, you know, nods. Except for this one little old lady who came up to me and she was like, oh, that was good. I was like, thank you. Thank you for coming. And she goes, oh, I'm a little embarrassed. <laughs> I was like, that's fair. You get over it after the third show. But yeah, I'm just
0: surprised. You know, you know, it's like you were, if you were in the big, a big orgasm scene, and you, you know, afterwards she was, you were like, hey, all right, thank you for coming, and um, she would say, thank you for coming.
1: <laughs> I, I don't, I don't ever. I well, I, I may come at the end there, possibly. There is a, there's a a MVP vocal US orgasm. There's an a vocal ejaculation on my part. Um, you come out of your mouth. Well, like in the terms of Edgar and Poe's cask of Amontillado, Oh yeah, Montresor. He ejaculated. Yes. Um, <laughs> oh, which is really
0: funny, uh, that they actually use that in the um, the Harry Potter books. Which, if you listen to it on audio, it's just kind of weird to hear, you know, the the guy say like Ron ejaculated. Like,
1: oh, he's like eleven. What are
0: you doing, um,
1: <laughs> Ron or er, <laughs> Hermione? <laughs> He ron ejaculated, ejaculated. <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> well that doesn't take much <laughs> if you wondered whether or not narrating an audiobook is a skill it is there I are don't. good there are good readers and there are bad readers and the bad readers pause between the statement and saying he ejaculated <laughs> because they're dickheads
0: Ronnie,
1: Ron ejaculated
0: um Yeah, there was a Sherlock Holmes uh, audiobook I was listening to where it was kind of a full cast, but um, yeah, it was was definitely more than one narrator. And so like one person was doing the voice of Watson and the other person was doing the voice of Holmes. And so at one point Holmes had a line and like, you know, he said, you know, whatever. And then right after that, a totally different voice goes, Holmes ejaculated.
1: (laughs) It's not the best
0: word to use in a (laughs) book. If well, I mean, in 1899, it was fine, you yep. know, because people say ejaculated is like, oh, he must be talking, you know.
1: 2019, eh? Reconsider, folks. If you're writing a book and you're like, oh, this would be a good place to use ejaculated, unless that the next you know word is semen all <laughs> over her tits and face. Hold off. It's uh, yeah. Yeah. Do you think you could have sex in
0: front of people? Like, if you had an audience and you were just like the point of the scene. If you were, it wasn't even a show. It was just like you're supposed to go out there and have sex. Do you think you could be able to like do that in front of an audience?
1: At this point, yeah. Yeah. Like I, I didn't know if like I was, I was nervous about this one. And like when it came down to it, like we were, it was tech week, which is when you start adding in costumes and lights and you know all the scene shifts and whatnot. Yeah, the tech and we hadn't rehearsed any of the the stuff like the any of the physical stuff we hadn't rehearsed undressing and all that and so we get to a part where we're working on like where where they want the lights and we're working that last scene and the director goes you know what just go ahead and undress him let's just go ahead and do it Uh, and I was like okay let's just fucking do it and that I would like to think broke the ice for everybody else you know to be like yeah okay Nick did it we're we're on board okay all right Somebody somebody went and took the step and off we go. But I tend to do that like when it's real quiet and like you know how like in school, teacher asked a question and nobody would answer. I always felt obligated to answer. Yeah. It's kind of a similar motivation. I'm like, all right, I'll do it. I'll all right. Nobody this. else can make it. Yeah. So I'll take I'll take the shot. Let's get this get this going. Somebody's gotta somebody's gotta do it. So I just did it and no big deal. We were done. They're like, yes, great, that went well. Um, moving forward. So, yeah, the director's like, all right, and fuck. Be like, uh, okay, I guess. This all, right. Is all right, here we go. Okay. Can I get a fluffer? <laughs> fluffer! I should have prepped for that. You can just throw that at me, because I have stage dick right now which is good because the pants that, she, that the costumer gave me are kind of this light wool. Oh. You know, yeah. and yeah, wool is usually kind of heavy. These aren't, these are very comfortable. Um, but if there was any motion downstairs, you could see it from the back row. So thankfully, thankfully stage dick is real. <laughs> um, but beyond that, uh, Incredibles two. I loved it. Oh yeah, it was a good movie. Really good. I mean, the first Incredibles was really
0: good. And I I sometimes have problems with movies where the sequel picks up like immediately after the first one. Because mm-hmm. then like the characters don't get any time to enjoy their happy ending, you know? Because like oh it's a happy ending, like so you go for like years and years thinking like oh like you know months after that they like did this and had this success and like we're like you know just enjoying life, but and then the the sequel comes out and you're like oh let's see where it picks up and it's like right after so like anything that you imagine like even like yo know, the characters got a chance to go down and get a milkshake and enjoy like you know have like an afternoon to like you know enjoy savor their victory or whatever you know
1: that ain't how life works it ain't but this one i mean it did
0: you know i, feel, well, I fucking loved it I just say that i mean that that particular part of it I did not enjoy but or did not like you know celebrate but
1: yeah it was really good. Yeah. Yeah um like there were there were some really neat ideas in it. I guess I mean you knew who the bad guy was immediately because her name is Evil Endeavor. So so, yeah that's okay. So that's (laughs) gonna be the bad guy. Um but it didn't go the way I thought it was gonna go. I thought it was gonna be like a um like a base punching uh, thing? No, like like a Watchmen type thing, where she was being the bad guy so that there was a bad guy to fight. Oh, she was doing it for like the betterment of mankind. Or yeah, betterment
0: of like you know society. Then,
1: then she was like, "Nope, revenge." I was like, "Oh, okay, so there you are." All right. Um. So that that was a, that was fun. I mean, the movie did did a good job there. It's like, ah, this is what's gonna happen. No, ha. I'm satisfied. Um <laughs> I liked like, you know, the little the little stylish things that they do with it. Uh the baby fighting the raccoon was fun. The elastic bike was cool. Yeah. Like that whole it, like that whole
0: sequence with the train.
1: Yeah. It was just like wow. Is really imaginative. Like, how would what 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 is the point of a a stretchy woman having a motorcycle if she can move faster without it? Nope. Look at that. It totally works with her. Yeah, brilliant. It Comes apart. Each
0: you know, each uh, wheel is like independently driven. So, yeah.
1: Yeah, makes sense. Like I had when I was a kid, I had a little Superman uh, Hot Wheels toy that was a like a spaceship. Oh, the one, on, is that the one with the fists on either, either side of it. That exact one. Yeah, you push a button and the little fists would pop out. Yeah, so the spaceship could punch people, and it made no sense whatsoever. I was like, this is stupid. There's no reason for this to exist. Uh, but the elastic bike totally makes sense. They're in credit card? Yes.
0: Well, I thought the thing with Superman's little capsule thing is that it was lined with uh, you know some kind of thing to protect him from kryptonite, so in case he needed to like travel through space and there was like a possibility of like kryptonite radiation around, he could be like, "Oh, fuck you, I'm in my little Superman mobile.
1: Well, I never saw that worked out in the comics, so no.
0: Of course it's all like merchandising, so if, if you totally. have a if you have a hero and you're like we can sell more stuff, all right. That's why there's like all those Batman action figures where it's like Batman with camo, Batman night vision, Batman uh, surfer gear.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I mean merchandising well, Japan, merchandising. Japan figured it out with Spider-Man. Oh yeah. And they're like, it okay, so just... here's Spider-Man and here's his little wrist thing, and here's his car. Wait, what car? car and here, here's his giant mech, Leopardon and... <laughs> wait, what? Spider-Man's giant mech, of course. Yeah, he's got the mech that he calls to fight the giant monsters. How do they explain how he hides that from Aunt May? I don't think there's an Aunt May in Spider-Man.
0: Oh, because, okay. Japanese are like, they're all about family. They have like, you know, grandmothers and stuff living in the same house.
1: Yeah, I don't think that's how this one works. Like, they're just like, hey, here's... um, Here's Spider-Man and uh, like, you know, you would expect... He's going to, nothing really spidery about him. Also, he fights uh, giant monsters and a robot. Because we know you people like that. But you people, I mean, the Japanese. (laughs) So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Oh, quick shout out to Richard Lewis uh, (laughs) for sending us emails in our little break. He's been catching up. Well, I appreciate Uh, emails at dorkpodcast at gmail.com. It's podcast at gmail.com. Richard is kind enough to update us when he's catching up. Um, So, yeah. Yes, we are. We we do uh, love and share all your emails. So, thank you for that. Uh, So, yeah, Um, totally. Doug Incredibles too. Um <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Sorry, I was catching up brain-wise. Um, and then Ant-Man and the Wasp. Again, they pulled it off twice. I-, I loved the first Ant-Man because it was fun. Like, I went in, had a good time. This exact same fucking thing. We had fun. Hooray. Oh, there's danger and peril, but also, this is just, we're good. We know what this is. Exactly. God I like
0: the, the FBI guy. That was like, you know,
1: Oh yeah, no, he was, he was fantastic. Right,
0: I'll be, I'll keep my eye on you. you. What do you mean? You like, you're gonna go? We're gonna get dinner?
1: It's like no, no. I mean, I mean like I, like, I'm gonna arrest you again. Uh, did you want to get dinner? I mean, I have. Yeah, to. <laughs> yeah he Same was great. what was he
0: in? He was in Aquaman. Did you have you haven't seen Aquaman?
1: I haven't seen Aquaman. No,
0: he's in yeah. it. he's in it. He's he's got like a really quick part, and then like, uh, spoiler alert, hang around. You know past like the first set of credits
1: will do no that's great um yeah he, he was a very fun character uh i love when they do that but they just like hey, we're having a good time here's the bad here's the bad guy but he's also kind of cool you're gonna root for him but you know but also against him and that's what okay like, too
0: what i like in general about um a lot of these movies especially like Spider-Man and uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp is it's not always necessary to kill the villain you know no like you, you you just defeat them and like you know this it's it was really weird when superhero movies started coming out and this you know the villains would like get killed like you know they in 1989 Joker like fell off that really tall uh cathedral you know Gotham cathedral the
1: biggest like, cathedral in the world
0: yeah of course um but like in the comics, it's always this thing where, you know, they catch him and they put him in Arkham Asylum or they put him in jail or they like, you know, they narrowly they, escape They, nearly, well, they nearly exa- or like, you know, there's an explosion. It's like, all right, he's definitely dead. It would have, we can't find a body. Well, he's definitely dead. We'll never see him again, you know? And then like, you know, the movie started coming out and like, you know, they get like chopped up into itty bitty pieces or fall off of things. And they're like, Oh, here's the body. It's, you want to you want his heart? Oh yeah. Thanks. You know? <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Gross! Well, Look at all these pieces. There's no way this could be reassembled at all. Oh, I stepped in his brain. Yeah, That's all all dead. Oh no! This villain cannot return ever, ever, ever. Never ever ever ever.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, so I, I appreciate ones like, you know, where the the villain might get redeemed or the villain just goes to jail. And, you know, and given that the number of sequels that they're all bent on making, it's kind of weird that, you know, the number of heroes that like just die. But I guess not all of them because, like, Red Skull, obviously, we saw him again in um, Infinity War, which I hope wasn't a spoiler for anybody. Because if you're listening to this podcast and you have not seen Infinity War, what the fuck is going on if, in your if life? If
1: you're behind me in movies. <laughs> what the fuck um yeah and i I think it i think a movie works out really well when you can sympathize with the villain exactly like if the villain isn't just some crazy motherfucker i mean and that's fun it's fun when the villain's a crazy motherfucker but when you side with the villain you're like ooh, i i mean dude's got a point
0: he's got a point like killmonger
1: yeah like killmonger then you're like he's He's not wrong, and yeah. he totally took the throne through legitimate means. Like he's following your rules, he's playing your game. Yeah, for his side, he hasn't broken any laws, he hasn't fucked anything up, he hasn't cheated.
0: No, he did not cheat. He was
1: better any- at your rules than you are.
0: If anything, and he, he worked was- harder. If anything, T'Challa should have been um, disqualified when uh, Force Whitaker bumped in and was like, "No, you know that should that should have ended it right there." I've been like, "All right." Killmonger's the winner automatically, but then he you know he threw T'Challa's off the waterfall and like you know the rule is you know death or yielding but
1: uh-huh. they I mean neither.
0: <laughs> I I don't know if they're like okay if you're you know assumed to be dead then uh, we're going to declare a victor but if you come back later, um, you know there has I mean is there a clause for that? It's like oh that challenge
1: has to be reissued technically because you know there's the, a clause for it. C L A W S. Black Panther. Arr! Ah! Yeah, what kind of forever. <laughs> kind of
0: lava? It was a very, it was a very excellent year for movies.
1: Uh, Two thousand eighteen. It was. It's very solid. Uh, and this year, shipping up to be groovy as well. Um, groovy. We got Miss Marvel or Captain Marvel. I'm
0: sorry, I've already got.
1: I've, yeah, I keep calling it Miss Marvel too. Um, but they're doing. But yeah, they're Marvel. going to be introducing Miss Marvel. Are they? Yeah. Yeah, there's already talk of casting. Interesting. Yeah. Um, so you gotta get that differentiated now. Uh, did you see that? What Hulu's dropping? The four animated series. No. Okay, so they're doing. It's a buckle up. Um, they're uh, they're doing a Howard the Duck cartoon. <laughs> okay. They're doing a it's- Dazzler and Tigra. Cartoon where they're together. What? It's like a buddy wow. comedy. Wow! Is doing, it, Wow! It oh, wow! It's getting God. weirder. Hold oh, on. Yeah. Okay. They're doing a. Wait, wait!
0: Wait! Wait! Does Dazzler have long hair, like she did in the seventies? Yes.
1: Or does she have? Okay. Yeah, and, she long blonde hair.
0: Okay. As opposed to like her short, like aerobics outfit she had in like the nineties and shit.
1: Correct. No, this is like this is like seventies Dazzler.
0: This is Dazzler. Does she have roller roller skates? Yes. Holy cow!
1: They're doing one about a. Uh, it's a comic. I have. I'm not familiar with it. It's about a Japanese, uh, snow monkey that becomes a hitman, uh, who is trained by the ghost of an American assassin, called Hit Monkey. Uh, and okay, then, so
0: like, I like took a sip of my drink. Yeah. You're like Snow Monkey, and I was like, okay, and like becomes a hitman. I was like, uh, like I couldn't swallow at that point. I was like
1: really in like, a <laughs> in a G-man suit with sunglasses. Yeah, he's an assassin. Yeah. Um, and then. Fourth, they're doing a Moloch cartoon. The big, the the giant head, tiny arms and legs. Oh, I thought that was Modoc. Modoc. You're right. Modoc. Yes. Because it stands for, uh, what does it stand for? But it's a family, like a sitcom style thing. Like he's trying to run his entertainment empire, but also deal with his crazy family. So they got these four shows, these four cartoons. And then the fifth one, which is the crossover like the defenders where all of them get put together to, to save the world. That's the fifth cartoon.
0: Okay. So MODOK is an acronym.
1: Yeah. What's this stand for?
0: Um, I think it's like mental organism designed only for killing. Designed only for killing is the D O K. Just that's definitely what it means. The M I'm shaky on, but it's like, He's a, he's he's the he's trying to save the world.
1: <laughs> well, he's like being as he's a villain.
0: He should as well. He should be.
1: And but then in the fifth cartoon, they put them all together and they have to work together. It's like it's like called the undefendables or something like that instead uh, of the defenders. Okay, I don't, I don't remember what it's called, but it's something. It's a play on that. Um. So that's happening.
0: So. Okay. Yeah, I forgot what the first one was.
1: It's the first one is Howard the Duck.
0: Howard the Duck. I I don't know why I forget that because that's because I can't keep Howard the Duck and Snow Hit Monkey in my brain at the same time.
1: And then right? Hit Monkey
0: and Hit T-Monkey. Monkey. Yeah, and then Tigra and Dazzler. Yeah, and then Modok. Yeah. All right. So is this, is this all like MCU kind of thing? I don't so know. They're all Marvel characters except for they the are
1: they all. I think Hit Monkey is too.
0: Well then, yes. Gotta be
1: because right.
0: they're all together. Because if they're all get together in the last one, they gotta be, yeah. Yeah.
1: So that's, that's there's that. That's insane. It's crazy. Um, I'm going. And for... then last week, a Lego set dropped, like in Spain. You know how, like, all the toys have to be made months right. and months in advance?
0: Yeah. And then, like, people find out about things based yeah. on the toys are
1: out. And so there, there's some guessing as to. W- who the villain of Endgame is going to be? Oh, and how that's going to open up the Marvel universe? Because there's been questions of like, okay, so we all know that you know they got control back of the Fantastic Four and the X Men, right? Uh, so how do you introduce these people without going through all this bullshit of origin stories and blah 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 blah? At this point, we all fucking know. How do you do it? Well, so who's left in the Marvel universe who didn't get dusted?
0: Are you asking me? Yes. Oh, a bunch of people.
1: Yeah. But <laughs> but most of those people
0: Are you talking about like like everybody in the Fox universe is okay and everyone in the regular Marvel universe is all like almost gone?
1: Well, the the main Avengers are all still there. From the first Avengers movie.
0: Yeah, like all six of them are all through. Like Black Panther, Black, Black Widow, um, Thor, Captain America, Iron Man, Hawkeye, and Hulk
1: are all, like, they all made it through. Yeah, but the ones that didn't, you got Black Panther, you got Spider-Man. We know they got movies coming. You got the Guardians of the Galaxy. We know they got another movie coming. Um, the people that got dusted have a future. Oh... So people are arguing. Okay, so since Ant-Man and the Wasp introduced the quantum realm and shifting back and forth, um, Reed Richards used the quantum realm to go back and forth between the negative zone. Okay. Okay. So who runs the negative zone? N- Nihilus. Oh uh, yeah, that was like
0: I can picture his face. He's like all banded, like Kirby-ish
1: so if he breaks through then bam we've got to end with the fantastic four especially if they already exist in another reality and if everybody didn't get dusted they just shifted they just shifted between dimensions well then you have one where maybe the avengers sacrifice themselves and that's fine and they save everybody in this other reality so that's one theory as a, so we can we can go ahead and introduce the uh, the Fantastic Four, we can hint at them, or we can uh, you know start squeezing in a mutant here and a mutant there, right. without having to like totally rewrite things. So you know, people are going, "Where the fuck were all these these motherfuckers?" So we shall see. But that is one theory currently floating about.
0: Interesting.
1: Well, yeah. So yeah, especially if they introduced like Ben Richards. Ben Richards? Yeah, the kid. Because there was a That's, that was oh. a a big plot point was that Nihilus wanted the kid. Right. I know wait, okay. So who is Franklin Richards? No, you're right, Franklin Richards. I am sorry. Okay. No, no, no. Cause
0: I because I didn't read a whole lot of Fantastic Four. But, um, there was a lot, I mean, obviously if you read any fucking Marvel comic, you know, consistently, then characters from other, um, series are going to pop in. And so in, um, the original, what was it fucking called? Days of Future Past, um, from Uncanny X-Men 141 and one, no, sorry, 142 and 143 from 1980. Not that I, whatever, it's fine. Anyway, um, (laughs) What, I mean, I think Franklin Richards was like a major character in uh, the first part of that story because he and Cyclops' um, daughter were dating, right?
1: Oh, freaking, uh, yeah.
0: Rachel Summers, yeah. From the future. Uh, from the future, yeah. So it was... Uh, so, like, you know, they're like, oh, you find out Franklin Richards is like, you know, he has powers and he's like, you know, because he's the offspring of two people that have powers. And, you know, It is that usually works out as they have... A lot of different weird powers, kind of like Jack Jack. Um, Yes. So yeah, so I didn't know a lot about the Fantastic Four stuff, but you know, like I say, you run into a lot of random trivia when you're reading things in the same universe.
1: Yeah, I when I started reading Marvel at a weird time, like uh, Ben Grimm wasn't the thing; he was just Ben because Miss Marvel was the thing, and like Rogue had somehow swapped like absorbed all the powers and like then she absorbed miss Marvels, and somehow gave miss marvel the thing's powers and so she was stuck as the thing for a while. Oh wow. Yeah. Um I don't remember so, that. what was this. Uh, dude, it was like 91. Okay. 91 92. There's a the cover I remember is they're all in the Rosebud 2, the Time Sled. Yeah. And you've got ben and he's wearing a trench coat and hat he looks like a uh, uh pri- you know like a noir private eye and then you got what looks like the thing but in a bodysuit with a big m on it like a woman's bathing suit right and then you got everybody else and they were like zipping around fucking with doctor doom yeah those
0: were the days. Yeah, I remember. Like that was about the time where you know Jim Lee made that. They had the first uh, X Men offshoot. Like were, there were, it was Uncanny X Men series, and they started X Men number one in like nineteen ninety one with like the. Then they had like four different covers for it, or five different covers for it because yep. yeah, like, it, like, was all. I
1: had, it. I had one.
0: Only. I had like, I two think... copies. Yeah, I,
1: had, I think like, two I...
0: copies of each of those. That was crazy.
1: I think I only bought one because I I realized when it came out, I was like, this is dumb. This isn't. This isn't gonna be worth anything. It's like spawn when the first spawn dropped. Like I have a spawn number one on my wall, but just because it's like, like I dig it. It's a great. It's a great cover. Uh, but I was able to get it on eBay for like three bucks. Yeah, you know because they just dumped so many of them and so yeah. many people bought them. It's all
0: fancy, but like, like you, know, when you print like a hundred million copies of it, then like you know each individual one's never. And never going to be in short supply, so they're never going to be a collector's item.
1: Yeah. And when the time comes for you know the value to go up because people start wanting it because they grow up and have money to buy the things that they wanted when they were kids, well, there's tons of them, and so I didn't have to pay fifty bucks for it. Exactly. I, I, I paid three dollars for it. But yeah. that's also that's also sweet. I prefer that. <laughs> I also like that you know, like comic cons are so common now, I can go to. You know, I can go to Comic Con, and I can find an artist and pay them to draw whatever I want. Yeah, like do here, I'll do a cover for you. What do you What do you want me to do? Uh, well, it's probably going to be Angel, but yeah, could you, could you go for it? I have a couple different angels on, on the hall, <laughs> in my shop. Um, that artist, comic artist, drew for me. Uh, and I dig that. Like that's that's cooler to me than, you know, like action comics. If, number one, you want to give it to me, I'll take it uh i'll probably sell it but i mean i'll take it (laughs) for giving it away but like i've got like the killing joke on my wall again it's a great cover and i remember it from uh, the reason i bought it is because it's one of the first comics i remember seeing on a wall in a comic shop like yeah going to oh what was it the one comic shop we had in town in the 90s which Um, the
0: comics cards and coins
1: Yes. Yeah. Yeah, They had it up on the wall. Um, I was like, that looks fucking like because I was like, I like Batman because I'd seen Michael Keaton, Michael Keaton Batman. And I was like, that's awesome. Batman, the Animated Series is a thing. And I just, I knew Batman was cool and I knew the Joker was awesome. And I come in and here's like the Joker looking fucking crazy. I was like, that's great. What is that? And it was on the wall for like 25 bucks, which is well beyond my budget at the age of 11. So I was like, oh, someday, and I got it for I think ten bucks. Wow, yeah.
0: That one, that one, that particular one, they had a bunch of printings, printings of it. So, um, if you have yeah. like a, per, a first print, and yeah, first I, print.
1: it's a first print with the green letters. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. the beautiful thing about eBay. You just got to be patient. Keep an eye out.
0: Exactly. I, I mean, Brian Boland is an awesome artist. I just love you know the way he his images and stuff, but I, it's been a very long time since I like actually like leafed through a, um, a comic book. I mean, but most of the stuff I see as far as that kind of art is on Pinterest now.
1: <laughs> That's also cool though. Yeah. It's like, you have all these people that, that are like, it used to be like, and I've, I've had this conversation with, with kids at the theater. I'm like, you know, you know who the greatest actor in the world is? And I'll throw something out and you're like, no, no, I don't, I don't know but I guarantee they're doing some like little community theater somewhere in pig knuckle Iowa and they're just <laughs> fucking fantastic. And there's one small group of people that get to see them perform and it's incredible and they love it. They bring people to tears and, and make them laugh and you know, that people yeah, leave so full and you don't really get like to see that, but there are all these incredible artists and stuff now that y- you just pop up like, you ah, know, that's awesome. They get all this following because of like Instagram and shit. Like they are, yeah. There are artists I follow on Instagram just because I like their stuff. They just throw up neat stuff. And yeah. like I'm, I'm probably never going to buy any of it. Um, but I like seeing it. I appreciate it. you know. And I know that doesn't put food on the table. But for fuck's sake, <laughs> I wouldn't get to see that otherwise. Yeah, It's, it's just neat. Well, you like there, just- are, there are some upsides to all this fucking oversaturation.
0: Yeah, I mean, you should just Venmo them some money every once in a while. Just be like, all
1: right, hey, I'm just, you know, I I
0: look at your art every once in a while and just want to send you a couple of bucks.
1: That's fair, but I'd rather get a picture. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, there's a thing, like, uh, on Pornhub now, there are, like, you can watch, and I think there's several sites doing it, but I saw specifically on Pornhub, um, under the video you can tip the you can tip the actress oh you see a little tip button so like you like the video you know cuz they may not be getting money from it directly but if they're registered on the site and a lot of them are you can send them money directly be like thank you here's a little here's a couple bucks appreciate you appreciate your, your work you did there which i think is fucking marvelous because there are times where you're like you know what I don't know how you pulled that off. That's incredible. Here's a five spot. Thank you, ma'am. Or sir, depending on what your pleasure is. James? James, did you disappear? I see you. I, well, I see your icon. I cannot hear James anymore. I'm wondering if he got disconnected. Hmm. I don't know. Hold on, folks. I'm going to see if I can't reconnect with James. Give me just a second. Hey, folks. Sorry about that. Uh, yeah, it turns out that James lost his internet. Um as happens, modern conveniences and whatnot, uh, right on time, as we were talking. So uh, he survived. He's okay, but um, he is no longer with us for this episode. Um, But I want to take a second to thank you for hanging around for 205 episodes, especially because we have these little breaks that happen. Um, Things get busy, especially when I have the misfortune of Having the fortune of getting cast in a show it really screws with the production, uh, you know, and getting our getting our time set up because normally we do this after work. Um, so yeah, thanks for thanks for being here when we finally get around to coming back. Um, this year I'm planning on uh trying to stick to a more regular schedule, um, because. I know, like I'm a big podcast guy and I know how it fits into my schedule where I'm like, okay, so this is, you know, it's Thursday. I should be expecting blank podcast today while, you know, I'm at work or at the gym or whatever. Uh, And so I'm going to, going to try, especially when things get weird to still get one out. Um, I was way better about that in the beginning where I would have more guests on and James couldn't do it or our schedules were weird. And I've been compiling a list of people to fill in um, to do the kind of things like the the Let's Dork About, and I have a, a guest on, and I've got a few very interesting guests lined up. Uh, one of the nice things about the theater is I get to meet all kinds of very interesting people with very interesting jobs outside of uh, acting and crew and whatnot. So I have a few lined up for this year to fill in. Um, for when james can't and um there's a couple that i'm gonna have on probably is like bonus episodes during the week that'll come out maybe a little bit earlier uh, that'll be you know we'll be discussing different topics like uh like there there are people I, i'm i'm terrible about rambling with james isn't here um there are people that have jobs that I find interesting that they didn't particularly find interesting until I started talking to them and they're like, Oh, well, I guess that is kind of neat. And nobody never, never, thought about it like that. Um, and I would, they're just people that like, you know, when James and I started the podcast is because we wanted to, to hang out and just nerd out with each other more. And a podcast was a great opportunity to do that. Uh, same thing with some of these folks where I'm like, look, I would love to hang out and talk to you about this. Um, but this setting isn't the best. So would you be willing to come on my podcast? And I've gotten a resounding number of yeses. So uh, I'll be throwing those in. It's not like it won't be something where um, we'll be like taking the place of me and James talking, but in weeks where like, I'll be recording them and kind of banking them so that I'll be able to throw something up every week. So hopefully I'll be able to get that started soon. Um, And there we are as for next week. We should be good to go, um, and we'll we'll have another one up then. Should be James and I. So until then, uh, I'm Nick Moore. I'm James Brown, uh, and I'm Nick Moore. And you have been dorked. So yeah, stick stick around, dorks. Yeah, that's that's sunny. <laughs> Later, folks.